And I'm uh, Stu Breyer, and it's a pleasure to have on the line Audrey Cole from the Senior Medicare Patrol. And boy, we do need a patrol. Good afternoon, Audrey. Hi there. How are you? Hi, everybody out there. Welcome to our program. I've been reading about your uh, Medicare Patrol, and Fraud Prevention Week is coming up very, very soon. And one of the statistics that really floored me is that uh, an estimate is that Medicare loses an estimated $60 billion each year. That's Correct. incredible. I just, heard, I just heard another. I said it's hard to estimate, but I just heard um, last week someone from the federal government said it's between 60 and $90 billion. That's with a B, billion. Well, we really have to do something about that for sure. And uh, I guess to really change things, uh, Audrey, is for everybody to get involved in it. And that's what uh, what you're all about. So tell me a little right, bit about well, uh, your Medicare patrol. Well, the um, um, we're a federal program. We're funded by the federal government through grants. And the whole focus of the program is for the staff here at the five area agencies on aging. We each have a senior Medicare patrol program. And what we do is we are assisted by a whole group of volunteers who are really the eyes and ears on the ground, you know, that can really tell us what kinds of frauds are going on. And they're always changing because scammers are always come up with new ideas how to separate people and the government agencies from money. So that's what we basically do. And we do it several ways. We do it by um, we educate people about how to protect their confidential Medicare and health insurance information. Never, ever give it out to anybody you don't know. And if you get a phone call with uh, an imposter who basically is trying to sell themselves as either Medicare or Social Security or even the IRS, if you didn't initiate that call, please don't respond. Medicare, for example, mm -hmm. and Social Security will never, ever call you directly on a cold call. You will always receive a letter ahead of time. So we encourage people not to respond to those. And then we give um, outreach events. You know, I give talks and we do trainings on how to actually read those Medicare summary notices that everybody lets pile up in the corner and no one ever reads. Well, oh, yeah. that's one of the first tools that we go to to look at to see what is being fraudulently billed to Medicare. So, um, so you're never going to get a random call unless you ask for somebody to call you. Is that correct? Well, no. A lot of people get random calls from, well, the scammers and fraudsters yeah. saying they're from Medicare. Sure. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you never, uh, I understand. So you never actually will, it's never a, a true call. You have to assume that's a scammer because, um, as, as I said before, nobody will call, call you. But I will say... One of the things I said that if you weren't proactive, meaning if you didn't make that call and ask Medicare or Social Security to call you, you must assume it's a scammer. And this is the same issue when it comes to um, texting or emails. And if when in doubt, you can always call. They have an 800 number for both Medicare. For example, the Medicare number is 800-633-4227 or one hit. 800 Medicare, they will call you, I mean, you can call them and ask them, you know, did you just call me? And usually they'll ask you your zip code, and they'll send you to, like, if your zip code, for example, is in somewhere in Connecticut, 
they will send you to the local area, one of the local area agencies on aging and the SMP fraud uh, prevention um, office. So as, I, as you mentioned before, on June 5th, every day from June 5th until June 11th, Medicare last year was 25 years old and they inaugurated this new program. They call it SMP Fraud Prevention Week. And we're really going to make a special e effort to educate healthcare providers, you know, um, doctors or hospitals or, you know, who really one-on-one um, -on -one interact with people on Medicare to educate them if they suspect that they've been a victim of fraud. And we also want to work with partners and professionals like caregivers, family members, and educate them. Because a lot of times elderly people and also people on disability who are on Medicare, they don't know where to turn, you know, if they suspect that they've been a victim of fraud. So we are here to help people. We're at 1-800-994-9422. And please give us a call, even if you suspect it and you aren't sure. When in doubt, turn to someone you trust, either the SMP program or a neighbor or a friend for advice who you trust. Well, it's unbelievable to think even uh, maybe more than $60 billion is uh, lost through Medicare that couldn't be doing so many good things. But let's, uh, and I hope it doesn't happen often, what if you suspect or what do you look for if your doctor is involved with uh, some scam? Well, what's happening is, you know, um, under the pandemic period, um, they allowed telemedicine. So it's usually not the doctor that you know, you know, your longtime doctor. It's usually somebody who fraudulently calls up, and they do have some dishonest doctors, usually out of state, who are willing to sign off on things that somebody doesn't need, and they'll say, say they need for example, that may happen with like a durable medical equipment, like a, an arm brace or something like that. It used to be very common. Um, then genetic testing scams were happening. Now, in the last month, what's really exploded are these COVID-19 testing kits. Ah, that's what that I wanted to get to. Our listeners have been talking about that. Yeah, you'll, you'll get them in the mail, and then people will say, well, I didn't order this. And then when the Medicare summary notice, and by the way, we educate people on how to read them, so we will go to any of your community organizations and give presentations on it. If you look at those summary notes, they aren't bills. They basically let you know what Medicare is paying on your behalf for a treatment you received or an item you received. And, you know, right now there, there are companies from, like, out west, out in Ohio or the Midwest or the south and these are companies no one knew anything about. And when, when it's investigated, they fly by night. You know, they were up, they had a website, they were there for a couple of weeks, and then they're gone. And um, these can really add up to a lot of money. The genetic testing scam was really outrageous. They were really making a lot of money. And if someone somehow got a, ha a hold of your Medicare number, it's just amazing the things that they could bill Medicare for. So... We do ask people, there was a case so a few years ago, for example, a psychologist had billed Medicare for seeing patients one-on-one, -on -one, and it turned out they were having group meetings of about 30 people, and that was more than $2 million, you know, and that person was arrested, you know, and Good. had to pay, pay that money. So it can be anybody. That's why it's so important to double-check these uh, Medicare summary notices. We had a couple of listeners just this week who've been saying, hey, I, I don't get it. 
I'm getting all these test kits I didn't send away for them. And uh, one woman said, you know, I bet it's some kind of a scam so they can bill Medicare for these. Absolutely. Not only that, people may be on the private uh, Medicare Advantage plans, and that's um, also happening, too. So they'll get an explanation of benefits on those. Please call your senior Medicare patrol program in your region. Um, it could be, you know, one of the five area agencies in Connecticut, and call them to report it if you're getting these kit, uh, kits. You out there, aside from the volunteers who work for the Senior Medicare P- Patrol Program, we have a lot of people who are wonderful volunteers, but the actual beneficiaries on the ground, you are our eyes and ears. The government's not going to know about this fraud unless people step up and report it. So we're the um, organization that people will call to report such frauds and scams. So when in doubt, give us a call. Is it, diffi- is it difficult to find these people who are doing these uh, nasty things? It depends. Some of it, I mean, you'll read about it, all these Medicaid and Medica- um, uh, Medicare fraud scams. You'll read about the arrests. When we report this, we don't know if it's one-off or that one provider is doing it to many people in, like, all of New England. And so when we send these reports to Washington, other people will read them and see what the trend is. So it really depends. Um, We aren't going to cut back on this unless people step up and start reporting it so we can get, you know, we can get all these uh, fraudulent scams get a handle on them. It is exploding. We aren't going to give up. That's why we exist. So I encourage everybody to call. And if they want you to be a volunteer in our program, you'll learn more about it, and then you can actually assist in being the eyes and ears on the ground for what's going on. You should, because it hurts all of us. Absolutely. And not only that, you know, Medicare really needs to be strengthened. There are many other benefits that we would, you know, the government would like to add. But until we can cut back on this fraud and have more money available, that's not going to happen, I don't think. So we really encourage people. Um, every time we, they, you know, it's like a whack-a-mole. Every time you find a new problem, these uh, fraudsters come up with new ideas to scam people. It really is just amazing. I tell people, if, if someone is able to steal your Medicare number, they can monetize it many different ways. You know, they sell it on the dark web. Um, they send, sometimes send people co-payment bills, and a lot of people just pay those. They don't investigate them or say, well, wait a minute, what's this? I don't remember this. And um, on, on the DNA testing, I thought, I, I used to ask people, why would you give a fraudster your, your DNA, um, even though they say it's free? You know, there are pharmaceutical companies that are buying up people's DNA. And I, I said, uh, it's just amazing how they can think of four or five different ways, you know, by getting one number. And by the way, it's just not your Medicare number or Social Security number. Never give out your birth date to a stranger or someone you don't know. Never give out your full legal name or your address because that will be, like, sold or um, sent off or data mined, and so many people will start harassing you to respond and to buy something. Boy, I'm glad you're on with us today, Audrey, because uh, we, uh, uh, WICH, and our listeners are going to work very diligently because when you think of $60 billion or more a year that is lost, just think of the good things that can be done with that money. I, I think a listener has a question for you. Hi, WICH. Okay, we lost somebody on the Hello. line right there. 
We lost somebody on the line. We're all set. Okay. But if they do have a question for you, uh, if you have a couple of minutes, maybe we can uh, okay. get all that right. question. Here. There's a, a whole list of things. Uh, let's go to this line. Hi, welcome. What's Hi. your question? Yes. Um, I just want to tell her that I was getting these calls about Medicare, and I, I started telling them <clears throat> um, that... You were telling them that, uh, you know, you wanted to, uh, we're not going to give them I told them I don't give my, my uh, personal information out to anyone mm-hmm. over the telephone. And they, they dropped it. We wish we had more people like you. Yeah. Okay. That's what you tell them. That's all. No personal yeah, and, information. And I will tell you that, especially during open enrollment between October 15th and December 7th, when people can compare all their plans and change them, you will get tons of mail. And it will say, Medicare this, you'll get postcards. You see advertising when you go into all these stores on the cable channels. That A lot of that is misleading marketing. They will use something that looks like the Medicare lo- uh, logo. They will say the Medicare hotline. That is not Medicare. Those are private insurance Medicare Advantage plans, which want, which want you to buy their plan. So I want to tell you, the only thing that Medicare sends you in the fall is your annual notice of change, meaning if you stay with your current plan, this is what it will look like on January 1st. So you can, you can ignore all those mailings that claim to say Medicare or look semi-official. Those are not Medicare. So, Audrey, is it illegal for some of these uh, television channels to put those ads on? We see lots of them, and some of the mail, or they, there's ways that they can dance around it and not get in trouble? Well, yeah, there's um, a lot of famous celebrities are on it, and I really have to say I don't think they know what they're actually saying half the time. Um, Medicare has recently cracked down. As of October 1st last year, if an insurance broker calls you up and wants to sell you something, they have to record the phone call by law, and it really helps Senior Medicare Patrol because then if someone says, hey, someone called me and I didn't want to talk to them, and then they got switched into a plan they did not want, we will have that evidence. And then just in December of this year, Medicare has also clamped down, and they're saying that people are not supposed to have try and represent um, that they're, they're approved by Medicare or use anything that looks like the Medicare logo. Um, so they are taking steps because I think last summer when they, um, a report, a study was done and, re- and the report was filed to Congress, 40,000 people, and these are only the people who reported it, were switched into Medicare Advantage plans that they did not want without their consent. We've had clients who had dementia, for example, and the power of attorney, the family member said, how did my father get into this plan? He has dementia. So with those reported, uh, recorded phone calls, we're hoping mm-hmm. that that type of um, awful behavior will end. Make sure that if you work with an independent broker, and they're wonderful in Connecticut, that you know them, they're local, there's recommendations, they're in Connecticut, and they're licensed in Connecticut. So some of these celebrities who really don't need the, the money should really do a little research on what they're selling. Correct, correct. I mean, 
you know, a lot of people, for example, are in original traditional Medicare, Medicare and they have a Medigap plan, um, and a broker will call them up and talk them into a Medicare Advantage plan, which maybe doesn't necessarily suit their needs. And a lot of times our uh, choices counselors here end up switching them back into the appropriate plan that does meet their overall mm-hmm. health care needs. If so. I see one more Joe Namath ad, I'm going to hit him with a football. Well, I'm not allowed to uh, use that word. I now, I mean, names. We aren't supposed to. All right, we well, say I said celebrity it. personalities. <laughs> I said it, so you didn't say it. Okay. Okay. I see. Let me yeah, take. No. A, let me take a call here. Hi, WICH. Yes. Hello, Stu, and thank you so much, Audrey, for all that you do to try to keep us uh, away from these creeps. Um, well, we wouldn't, I, I we wouldn't be successful if it wasn't for people like you helping us and calling in. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I, you paint, I, I'm not saying you paint this uh, oblique picture, but I'm curious about something. Um, it seems when you say that the, these scammers operate through the mail and through the Internet and maybe some other ways, is there any way that uh, because those those are federally controlled uh would be at the post office or other way is there any do you partner with them in some way how do you if someone sets up this internet this you know this two week long uh website isn't there any way uh, or are there any laws that are in effect to that or, or requirements regulations that require those who set these websites up uh, to have documented, you know, to uh, apply a- accordingly. So, you know, a person, a name, how about their Social Security number? Let's get a hold of, I mean, are you well, doing something that helps to stem the tide of uh, this corruption? All right, we'll have Audrey well, here comment. Yes, Thank you. Yes and no. It really depends on the case. For for example, you know, if if you call these 800 numbers, you know, sometimes if you call the 800 number, for all I know, it's going to Macedonia or the Philippines or someplace. It's a third party, you know, that initially gets the information, and then they may send it back to the United States where they have a mail a drop mailbox or whatever, you know. And when when the, some of these real fraudsters are out of the country, from what I understand, that's hard to track down. But a lot of the actual cases that we work on, for example, I report, right, and I have a computer system. When people tell me about an issue, you know, for example, the COVID-19 tests, they send me that, and then uh, they'll let me know where the mailing address comes, some some warehouse, maybe down in Georgia or something. I will, will report that to Washington. Washington, my office is located, my, our um, program is located within the Department of Health and Human Services, as is Medicare. The Office of, of Inspector General looks at all our reports, and if they see a trend, they will forward it on to the Justice Department. And then the FBI will do the actual investigation. So it's kind of this whole level. And it really is a question of, I can't see the patterns, but if all the senior Medicare patrol programs in the country report what's going on, Washington can see what are the patterns that are shaping on a particular scam. That's kind of our little small role in it. But the people at the top are the ones who really make mm-hmm. the decisions. So I can't really contact on that level on, on how they do it. You know, there's so many different types of laws. 
state law, federal law, and international law. And then, of course, you need cooperating governments, you know, if it happens outside the country. Well, messing with uh, Medicare should be a very serious offense, for one thing, because mm-hmm. you're messing with a lot of people. No, I have a, a sheet of paper in front of it. We only have a few more minutes, and uh, possibly you can reference some of it. It says protect, detect, and report. And, and they have a, a list of things in each column, which I will keep with me and periodically mention to the uh, our, our listeners, uh, things like don't carry your Medicare card unless you need it. Things like right. that. Could you give us some more examples of that? Well, um, as I said, one of the most important documents that we always have people look at are, is your Medicare summary notice, if, if, if you're on original traditional Medicare, or if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan that's a private insurance company, your explanation of benefits. And you have to look at that and keep an eye on it to see whether um, people are billing um, both Medicare or the Advantage plans for services you never received. People really have to be alert on that. And just don't think in terms of yourself. You know, a lot of your neighbors can be quite shy, and they're embarrassed that, um, you know, they were busy. They were washing the dishes or doing something. Someone calls up and said, oh, this is Medicare. Your, um, your Medicare card has been stolen. We just want, we're going to be sending a, a new card, or mm. there are new plastic cards coming out. Could you please confirm your Medicare number? Oh, boy, here we go, yeah. And I tell people, Medicare already has your number. You don't have to confirm anything. But people are taken off guard. They give it out, and then immediately afterwards, they realize it was a mistake. So we tell people, call Medicare immediately and call us so we can also report it. Um, some people can actually see through caller ID that phone number. And what really surprises me is if you Google that number, it will say known fraud number. So I tell people, if you have a, a provider, a cell phone or a landline, landline in Connecticut's frontier, call them up and complain. You know, they're getting all these robo-scam calls, and the companies, if they're known fraud numbers, your carrier should not be allowing known fraud numbers to come through. So we encourage people to do that on the robocalls, too. Audrey, you're certainly the right representative for this. It's uh, Senior Medicare Patrol, and, uh, of course, June 5th, that week, um, you know, we're really going to be hearing a lot about this. I'm going to keep the information that I have. So before we leave, uh, give us a a couple of important numbers for folks to call. Okay, 1-800-994-9422. That's the 800 number. It goes to all the area agencies on aging. I don't have um, all the area agencies, the numbers memorized, because as I said, Mm -hmm. we have five offices throughout the state. So the main number to call is 1-800-994-9422, and they will ask you your zip code so they can direct your phone call to the right area agency on aging and the senior Medicare patrol office within that agency. Well, for our part at WICH, we want to help to make a dent in uh, $60 billion or more dollars that's lost in Medicare when it could be helping people. So... I thank you for being a part of that, and we'll do our best to keep talking about it. Okay, thank you. And if everyone, if you see something, please report it. And you're not going to get random calls from Medicare. Yep, yep. Have a great day. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Thank you very much. Take care. You too. Thanks.